Shortly after we began homeschooling in 1989, I observed almost no one encouraging their children to pursue science. And I began to pray that God would raise up Christians to go into the science fields dominated by evolutionists and atheists. Now having taught more than 600 students in my home, many in science fields, I can honestly say, be careful what you pray for. What about the mom with little science background, whose children need basic instruction in science, or whose child can't get enough science in their intellectual diet? Here are seven steps for successful science study to get you started. Scripture. Science, safety, search for opportunities, spend, support, and send them equipped with truth. Science, an answer to prayer, written by Ruth Sundane. Before we read the rest of today's article, here's a little information about the author Ruth Sundane. Ruth has a bachelor's in science degree in biology. She home educated her two children for 18 years, including other students for high school science classes, including biology, chemistry, physics, and anatomy and physiology. She is passionate about teaching science from a special creation standpoint, helping students develop a love for science, a strong grasp of the scientific evidence to support special creation, and the conviction that they can make a difference in the world we live in. She and her husband Larry live in Abita Springs, Louisiana. So let's look at these seven points together, starting with number one, scripture. Romans 1:20 says the Creator of the universe not only made nature understandable, he gave us the ability to comprehend both his power and the fact that he is God. God has already provided everything we need to open the eyes of our children to this truth. Second, we have science. Observation, age-appropriate explanations, and hands-on activities are key. But beware. Unscientific evolutionary and environmental concepts abound in preschool books and children's programming. As parents, we want to give our children accurate information, especially in the areas of evolution and so-called global warming. Our responsibility is to search for truth and distill it into a form our children can understand. Ultimately, we should focus on the great designer who laid it all out for us to understand and enjoy. And we can then offer enough scientific information to confirm the science and special creation are beautifully intertwined. So why is this important? In the DVD "Expelled: No Intelligence Allowed," several prominent evolutionists are interviewed. Each one states that when he or she began to study evolution, that's when they stopped believing in God. Clearly, these concepts can make or break a young person's faith. We have a great God, one who can redeem exposure to evolutionary teaching. But how sweet it is to impart truth to our young children and to watch them walk through life, seeing God's fingerprints everywhere they look. What about human-caused global warming? Global warming itself is essential for life on Earth. The idea that humans caused it and worsened it, however, is not based on facts. Clearly, global warming enthusiasts are finally acknowledging data that shows Earth is actually cooling. But so much time and money has been invested in their warming philosophy that they have now renamed it climate change and insist a consensus of scientists support their view. In fact, there is no consensus. See more about this at petitionproject.org. And remember, facts are not the result of consensus, but of actual scientific data. Climate change is simply this: weather occurring daily since time began, waxes and wanes in cyclical fashion, 
often driven by solar activity. Yes, we should be good stewards of Earth's resources, but we should base our behavior on facts, not fear. Always remember, teach the facts. Then, we need to teach them safety. Safety is a priority, especially in chemistry. Think you don't need chemistry? We use chemicals every day in our homes and workplaces, and we need to handle them safely. No, your 18-year-old should not mix everything under your kitchen sink together for an experiment. Simply mixing ammonia and chlorine bleach together creates toxic fumes. For curious children, there are many books available with easy-to-understand experiments that they can safely do with parental supervision. There are also numerous experiments on YouTube and DVDs. Remember, safety first. Next, let's remember to search for opportunities and teachable moments. Recently, I came across science activities from our first week of homeschooling back in 1989. We planted a small garden and flowers, documenting the proper names of each one. We checked on the progress of the seeds daily. Our son watched nature films again and again. He drew pictures of things he was really interested in and labeled them with proper names. We discussed babies and the roles of parents. So do these things sound like things that you could do? Absolutely! Take advantage of teachable moments. They're pure gold. Next, let's think about how we spend. Deborah Bell in her book, The Ultimate Guide to Homeschooling, states that if we have a science-oriented child, be prepared to spend some money because we won't be satisfied with cheap substitutes. This really hit home when we stretched our budget to purchase Lego Mindstorms for our son one Christmas. That toy gave our son a creative outlet. He used touch, light, motors, and motion sensors. He learned the programming language Visual Basic, and he built a robot that roamed all over the place, skills he still uses today as an adult with a physics degree. Next, remember support. We all learn alongside our children as we teach. How many times have we searched for information in an encyclopedia or on Google before teaching a topic? There is one major component to teaching, though, that eclipses everything else. Most enlightenment and inspiration for students occurs when you get excited about what you're teaching, and that excitement is contagious. The good news is that you don't have to have all the answers. Allow your students to research things they're interested in, even if the material seems too technical. They will glean enough valuable information to make it worthwhile, eventually grasping the more complex aspects. Have you ever asked an 18-year-old about dinosaurs and were then treated to a 15-minute conversation because they were fascinated by the topic and had read every available resource? With little science background, my parents still give me a strong biblical foundation. What I want you to understand, though, is the importance of the fact that they always supported the science bent God had placed in me and encouraged me to pursue His will. So finally, we can send them equipped with truth. I would encourage you to find a curriculum that is written on a student level and learn it along with your children. Investigate things in your yard and neighborhood. Go on field trips. Introduce your children to trusted science professionals. Organize a field trip to a lab. Participate in a science fair. Your child could read a biology textbook and then attend a one- or two-day lab intensive, providing them with hands-on laboratory experience. If someone in your area is teaching science to homeschooled students, Make sure you understand how that person is presenting the facts, especially regarding evolution and environmental concerns. 
If you have a science background, consider including additional students in your own classes or offer to teach a science class in your homeschool co-op. If God leads you to be the science teacher, He will give you strength and grace. The bottom line is, do you trust God to have the best interests of your child at heart even more than you? Do you trust Him enough to believe He chose you as the parents of your child and gave you all the necessary tools to raise your child to be who God intended? God has programmed into your DNA to learn about Him. Many of the great scientists throughout history began their scientific endeavors by simply observing God's creation, then having absolute confidence that He could help them understand it. God has already placed a bent or set an inclination in your children toward whatever He planned for them. We don't have to know everything. We just facilitate the process and support our children in what God has called them to do. You can do this. Popular science has led us to believe that ancient man was primitive, originating from primates and steadily improving through a process of time and chance. But does that agree with reality? What does the evidence left behind from past cultures tell us? Was ancient man simple and primitive as we have been taught? Or did the level of science and technology existing thousands of years ago rival or even surpass the level of ours today in the 21st century? You can find the answers to these questions in the puzzle of ancient man. It's full of interesting evidence for advanced technology and past civilizations. In this updated third edition, Dr. Chittick examines more details of technology, evidence of ancient machine power, and optical technology possessed by ancient people. Along with Dr. Chittick, examine what the facts say about ancient man that have long gone unnoticed and oftentimes ignored by today's secular culture. Get your copy of this real page turner at creation.com store. I am Joseph Darnell, and for the team at creation.com, Thanks for listening. This article was originally published in 2015. Copyright and all rights reserved by author, used with permission. The article originally appeared in the Old Schoolhouse magazine, the Family Education magazine, fall 2015. Read the magazine for free at www.tosmagazine.com. Read it on the go and download the free apps at TOS Apps to read the magazine on your mobile devices.